Know How I Know, the podcast that takes a month off with no explanation, (laughs) (laughs) but comes back with a vengeance with our admissions of, what what are we going to call this one? Um, Coming Clean. Coming Clean. Yeah. We're going to have our top four, some of us top. Some of us not. Some of us are going to choose to edit our, our lives <laughs> drastically. <laughs> Things that uh, maybe not our parents don't even know about. Things we've done as a kid that we got away with, maybe. Maybe we didn't. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who comes up with what. Or maybe we did it yesterday. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's happening in a month? So first of all, I guess, yeah, that elephant in the room. Uh, I, end of January, I knew. February would be just hell to even try to do anything. So we do apologize if you listen weekly and you're like, what the hell happened? Uh, it was just hell month for me personally. I don't yeah. speak for everybody. It was just impossible to pull anything off. I had uh, we had the other holiday. commitments every single weekend. And then we were sick. Oh, geez. Yeah, last weekend. Sometimes you just need a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't really have to tell you that we need it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you eat the boss of us. <laughs> Until we get sponsorships, then you're the boss of us. <laughs> yeah, when we're making money. To my knowledge, Nike hasn't stepped up, so. Mm. No, they haven't. You know who did step up to sponsor the podcast is um, the oligarch Vladimir Putin. So thank you <laughs> for oh the sponsorship. <laughs> Being sponsored by Nobody you. would have that. Oh uh, no, he's a scumbag. He's gonna. We would take a sponsorship, but you know, as of right now, he's a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, and he only pays in rubles. Yeah, which which I hear right now, yeah, not paying in anything. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> can't even transfer us the, the money from yeah, the bank account. <laughs> he gave us a million dollars, and the damn thing bounced because <laughs> they cut him off. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not. At, he's not taking our calls right now. <laughs> Shocking! But. Shocking! So what's going on in the world? It's been pretty quiet, right? Oh, really? Nothing going on Nothing at all. Going on in the world. Nothing going yeah. on. There's like no wars. Just glued out. to the news for yeah. 24 hours a day for three days now. I've been obsessed with this. I am obsessed with it too because when Zelensky, hopefully he will make it through this with all of his people. Otherwise, I'm going to cry like a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think everybody will. It's scary and yeah. humbling too. The whole situation over there. There's so many mixed feelings I have. I'm so disappointed in the rest of the world. Uh, I know why, and just like they know why, but I just can't. And those people over there are freaking amazing. Every one of them's a hero. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they fire a shot or not yeah. through this conflict. They are. It's amazing. But I really feel like I'm so disappointed in us. I know why we're not going to do it. I get it. But I feel like. I'm standing on a schoolyard watching a bully beat up somebody in front of me, and I just keep rolling rocks in his direction, saying, hey, defend yourself. To say, yeah. You should defend yourself better, and and I could go over there and knock this bully out. Mm-hmm. And even if it did turn into a war, I just feel like, you know, what's right to do? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I get it. I mean, you can't start a world war either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. No, it's probably time for one. It's been a while. It's been a while. And what's worse than that, it's not just me on the schoolyard watching the bully beat up this poor kid. It's me and my all my friends. Yeah, yeah. That we made this pact that we'll always have each other's back. And we even told that kid over there it's getting beat up. 
that you can be a part of our group. Just it's going to take a little time. Right. And yeah, but that's been a lot of time. Yeah. It's been like, what, 12 years? I wonder what prevents just the rest of the world going, okay, it's done. You're part of the... Yeah. Thing. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot more to it. Like you and I discussed, you were talking about how, you know, if you put yourself in Russia's shoes, why would you want your enemies set up in your backyard? Yeah. Yeah. You know? his, I, he's got his real reasons. And yeah, he doesn't want nuclear strike options four minutes from Moscow. But right. But why would we it. say no? Why would NATO say no to the Ukraine well, from joining? You know, right now, Russia is important to the world economy as well. That's the big part of it is, too. That's why everybody was having such a tough time taking them off of that, that SWIFT, because they are all reliant on Russia's, you know, energy sources and gas and natural gas and all that stuff. That was a surprise when they came out and said, okay, we're for it now. Yeah, I mean, that's a big deal for them to do that. Huge. That's that's huge transactions, billions and billions of dollars. Right. So, yeah, it's definitely a scary, scary thing that they're dealing with. And then we're dealing with stupid ass don't say gay bills. <laughs> that's super frustrating. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's awful. Yeah, you hear about this stupid stuff, and it's mm-hmm. it's important to somebody, I'm sure, but it's not as important as what's going on. We need to. Yeah, it's amazing the shit that we do make big deals of in this country, <laughs> which just tells you how good we have it. Yeah, can you imagine looking out your window through your blinds and seeing Russian personnel and a Tank. Armored vehicle, or even like a main battle tank, driving through your front yard, driving through <laughs> your front yard, and you you're begging the rest of the world to come help, but you know they're not going to answer. Every one of those people is under under no illusion that nobody's going to declare war on Russia. And if you want something done about it, you got to do it yourself. You go get your slingshot or your your broom or your whatever you're planning on fighting with. Firebomb, homemade firebomb. Yeah. yeah, listen to the evening news where they teach you how to make a Molotov cocktail. And then... We would be fucked in this country. We'd be in a lot of trouble, I think. If well, we, we have no handing. leadership. Well, yeah. we're no one would lead us. We're members of the UN. We're the no, no, I'm just... The I'm the, talking about NATO. if the roles were reversed, you know. If, if we, we were in Ukraine's... Ukraine, yeah. She was with the same attitude that we have. We'd be like, someone else will take care of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, we some boys wouldn't... in Alabama probably be pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, but the general. If we started handing out guns to our general population, we wouldn't even get to the point of Russia getting into our borders. We <laughs> Bless you. We'd start shooting each other. Well, yeah, exactly. And that's even worse. <laughs> and you'd have other people out there complaining that we're handing guns to people. Yeah. You know, that's what we would be doing. They wouldn't care about us defending our country. Mm-hmm. But we're a very different people. Like, those people have... That's all they mean, know. those people. Yeah. The Ukrainians have known conflict whole lives for the past three generations they've had like four years a piece or something right. like that i mean it's so they are constantly fighting and you can tell man you can 
interview teenagers over there who are taking up ours. They're like super mature. Mm-hmm. They're ready to. But it's sad. I mean, you see these guys. They're they have a new wife and a new baby, and they they're driving them to a bus station, dropping them off, saying, I'll "I may or may later. not see you." Yeah, I'm headed back to join the effort, which is admirable. It's absolutely oh, yeah. it's incredible, and every freaking one of them's a hero. Yeah, the past president, the current president. His brother, the boxer. His side guy, whatever they're called, the vice president or whatever they call him. Yeah. They're all out there. Their former defense secretary was on, and he had a gun sitting right by his table. He said, hey, as soon as they roll in here, I'm, I'm out into the streets. I'm prepared. They're and their work. president didn't even have any military training. He was a, he was a freaking actor and a comedian. Yeah. And he's out there. And Putin, we were talking earlier, he's in a no-win situation with that guy. He, If he... Doesn't get if he doesn't get rid of him, he's you know he wins, and if he does kill him, he makes him a martyr and he right. wins. Yeah, people will there will be statues of him for the next couple hundred years and absolutely, and there should be. It's amazing. Yeah, it's unfortunately it's under these circumstances, but it's pretty cool, pretty cool to see go down. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Just a damn shame we couldn't go in there and us and the rest of the world. I don't want anybody. I don't want more people to die, but you can't allow this to happen. I mean, this is this is blitzkrieg stuff. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. this is a uh, you know Nazi Germany shit. I mean, that's how it started. You know, mm-hmm. this is our ancestral area. We're gonna take them Poland. We'll blitz straight through it before you know what happened. And they just never pumped the brakes. It was a long time before we joined that war. It yeah. was. And it wasn't even because of them, necessarily. It was somebody else altogether. Yeah. <laughs> so, it just sucks that we stand by. And I think if you polled the world, you would be... I'd be surprised if it was below 90% support for kicking Putin in his dick. But he's done either way, I think, at the end of this. he doesn't. Yeah, I think this is going to ruin him. Every day that passes that he's not done with this, he's... Yeah, this is... His country's done. I don't know about the country... While. But him as a leader, for sure. Um, and maybe that's what, this was all planned, you know, as far as this is what they wanted to happen. You know, not the fighting, but the instead of us going in there, the propaganda is making everyone turn on Putin. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that every day that this isn't done, it just builds and builds and builds. And he's going to have a hard time... I mean, usually when he's not in power, he's running the people that are in power. Like when he wasn't president, he just had a puppet president in place that did everything he said, essentially. So we may go back to that. but Yeah, I don't think this is going to change Russia on how they do things, but maybe we get a better suited you know, leader over there. I'm surprised the restraint that they've, they've shown. Because as soon as they started, got off their timeline, I'm sure they... Uh, they have ways of stepping it up. Russia's the military power. In that oh, way. they could they could have already destroyed the Ukraine. Yeah. Right now. At least they've chosen not to. Yeah, yeah, that's good. What else happened besides that? I know that's dominates all the headlines, but... Mm-hmm. How many days do we have to our vacation? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> News you vacation have. update. Uh, we paid for our flights Yay. last night. We have 213 days. 213 days. 
Yeah. A freedom left, James. A freedom <laughs> left. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 214 of those. <laughs> and then that's it, sucker. That's it. That's all she wrote. Oh, geez, my computer is asking me for passwords. James is going to be Uh-oh. like, I've got to go Russians get milk. Are the hacking in? <laughs> I think the Russians, yes. They want our podcast, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> They've taken it over. <laughs> like, we're taking that. <sighs> They knew we were talking about him. Yeah, probably. probably. We get cyber attacked right now. So, oh, yet another Mac update. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, we. Uh, it's been pretty. I don't know. Pretty every day for us lately. Yeah. Pretty pedestrian our mm-hmm. lives have been lately. Pedestrian. Pedestrian. Us too. Um. Just. Crazy with work and yeah, Robbie's schedule and my fucked up leg, his leg, mm-hmm. your health problem, yeah, your leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Work's been quiet for me. Went and bought a new truck. Mm-hmm. Pick him up truck. Got to pick him up truck just in case the rooskies come here. <laughs> I think you started all this. I did. Just so you can use your big old pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't Red let Dawn Jay style. have any gas for it's, his truck. Oh, Dawn my gosh. That's what I'm scared about. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the wonderful thing. Yeah, buy a V8 truck and then prices of gas. And <laughs> start shutting down pipelines and shit. <laughs> Can't afford to start the damn thing. <laughs> Anyway, so coming clean. True confessions of the adult kind. Mm-hmm. Coming dirty. <laughs> that. I'm gonna feel dirtier after this. I think you probably should. I don't know if any of you know any. Even Christine. I don't know if they know any of these. You guys know any of these stories about me? I'd be surprised if I don't. Mine aren't too bad. You probably know one of mine. Mostly adolescent shenanigans. Shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So who wants to start? Our um That was kind of a short opening, but <laughs> I think just gonna the sense that these are more stories rather than lists, I figured we'd uh, get yeah. into it just a little sooner. Yeah, true. So So we're gonna go counterclockwise. Clockwise, I don't know. Jace, Jace's gonna start. I'll go ahead yeah. and start it. Um, <laughs> my stories are these are stories. Uh, one of them my parents do know about, but they didn't know about it at the time. It's probably the worst story that I could tell ever to anybody. See, I was a pretty straight arrow kid. I wasn't into drugs and alcohol and that's hard for me to see stuff. Tired. I, I feel like that was not. I just uh, the worst thing I did when I was a kid really was ditch school. Aside from <laughs> one story, which I'm going to hold that story for a little bit, but I'll I'll open with something that my parents don't know about. I'll start with the uh, the first time I smoked pot. Now this is actually a so my my mom so my dad passed away when I was in high school and my mom was a single mom after that. Uh, in case you don't know how that works. <laughs> and, uh, it's like, uh, do you need me to mansplain that? How that works? It's so, like the only time that you smoked pot. I smoked mm. twice in my life. Mm. Once as a freshman in high school and once as a senior in high school. 
and or junior in high school, I think. Drugs are bad. Yeah, drugs are bad. And so this is the, what elevates this story to uh, a story worth telling is um, it was so my mom worked nights and I had and my friends were like, oh, so your place is the perfect place to go <laughs> yeah. at night. And I had these guys that were my friends. They were out of control. Uh, there were twins in high school. I don't even remember their names, but they they were um, more acquaintances, but they were nice guys. Who the twins were acquaintances? Yeah, they barely knew each other. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then my buddy, uh, Joe Keller, uh, who was a straight arrow. I was a straight arrow. My brother was there. We had a small little party, just get together at the house. But what was so funny about this story, so they don't know that, the, the twins brought over actual marijuana cigarettes Whoa. where Sweet. I smoked one Mary Jane in the garage the devil's lettuce or hippie <laughs> lettuce devil's cabbage um, we went out in the garage and I tried it and it gave me an extraordinary headache this was the second time I tried marijuana and um, did you smoke cigarettes before I did yeah oh. yeah so but I don't think I've ever been properly high in my life I think I just did it. Yeah, I just took up puffs, and I don't know. And, and weed wasn't what it is today, mm-hmm. back then. This was just, it probably had, it was probably shrubbery. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. But the funny part of the story is we were looking for other things to do, and everybody had heard old wives' tales about everything. Mm-hmm. And so Joe Keller, my buddy, he had heard someplace that if you took a banana peel, <laughs> allowed it to dry... Scraped the inside and made, and chopped it up into like a powder and tried to smoke that. It would get you insanely high. So you're like, let's try that. We did. <laughs> it was like a science experiment. In house. And then that wasn't the last thing we tried. Did it work? No. <laughs> That's bullshit. Now no. I know what's wrong with you. It might, be an ingre- it might be an ingredient to something else. I don't know. But uh, So we did that. And um, my brother, who's two years younger than I, was outside walking around the yard picking interesting weeds. <laughs> because to him, weed meant exactly that. <laughs> So he came in and we rolled that and tried to smoke these green actual weeds. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, uh, one other thing we did. So, so my mom ended up finding out about this later. She found out that my buddy was over. Are you smoking my yard, son? <laughs> that's, what the, that's what all the bananas. I just bought bananas. Where'd they go? Oh, here's the, oh, here's the best part. I, I forgot one another step. So my, we were also drinking Mickey's. Mickey's. White oh, mouths. wow. So that was the main part of, of what oh, got us messed rough. up. And my buddy Joe Keller got real drunk. Real drunk. Sure, and he ended up banana peels? Breaking our shower. <laughs> we put him, to sober him up, we put him in the shower, clothes on, and turned on cold water. And he fell into the shower door and <laughs> ripped it off its hinges and everything else. Jesus. And that's how I got found out because there was I did wasn't that handy at that age and couldn't fix it. But um, one thing we did, he had heard again. <laughs> this is so stupid. He had heard one of the twins actually came up that he had heard if you eat dog treats, <laughs> it'll sober you up faster. Oh my god! <laughs> so we all sat and ate dog treats. This was a night of debauchery gone wrong. 
It was smoking bananas. It was not good. Eating fucking Alpo. <laughs> Uh-oh, so we, she's gonna pee. <laughs> eating dog treats and the friends falling through glass showers and it just that was like your own torture <laughs> your mom didn't even need to yeah, was, I told you you telling so... stories would make me remember my childhood uh, I've so cautiously blocked uh, out of my life I did just remember time we tried smoking paprika at a my stepdad's uh-huh. uh, wood pipe a tea oh, someone told us that you could get high if you smoked tea bags and so we rolled them up and smoked them oh. <laughs> not that kind of tea bag so we rolled them up and smoked them that guy um, was just like I heard if I give you a tea bag you'll get high <laughs> that's a good way to sober up I was just a child that's disgusting it's sad how so hard kids my, work yeah that's my uh, that's my smoking pot party that's what I <laughs> So, Mom, sounds like an awful party. Now you know the full story. You knew that Joe <laughs> Keller fell through the glass. Thing. I had to explain that, and I wasn't supposed to have anybody over. Why don't you in there? So I got in trouble, but I didn't get in trouble for smoking the bananas <laughs> and eating eating all the dog treats. <laughs> so I told you you didn't know all the details to all the stories. <laughs> so that's what I'm opening with. That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to pause for just a second. (laughs) Hang on one sec. Yeah, we picked that up. And we're back. (laughs) Had to take a quick uh, pee break. I'm telling all those good... (laughs) Jokes. The stories that you have to pee. Yeah. Dog treats always make me have to pee. (laughs) (laughs) So who's going next? Who's going to step up? I heard they make you sober. I've set the bar. You're going to make him sober? No, I heard dog treats make you sober. Yeah, that's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, but they taste mighty good. When The realization that you're eating dog treats is pretty sobering. (laughs) That's gross. Were they like dog bones or like soft and Yeah, like a milk bone kind of thing. Made with real beef? <laughs> Let's hope. That was all filler and fake, probably. But who's going next? Christine, you are up. Oh, I'm going next. All going right. Next. Let's have a story. All right. A, uh, Let's do. What are we calling this episode again? I can't remember. Coming, coming clean. clean. Coming clean. Coming clean. Time to come clean, dear mom. Yeah. I don't think this is something my mom knows about. And it was something at times I was kind of ashamed about. Um, there was a Frito-Lay, like, warehouse facility down near our house. I guess I could start where the story started. Is we're, we're driving around. I'm probably about 15. We have a few friends that drive, but, like, not everybody drives. And I had just, like, joined this new group of friends, obviously, because I just got really into high school and stuff. And they say, let's go chipping. And go what? Chipping. Chippin'. Let's go chipping. And I'm like, what's chipping? And they explained to me, we go down, wait for this warehouse to close. And then we essentially like jump in the dumpsters and take all these potato chips and stuff out of the dumpster. Because it was just damages and stuff that the drivers would bring back. So the whole dumpster was just full of potato chips. Like out of, out of date potato chips. Yeah, and stuff, out of date or damaged stuff from the warehouse facility. Nasty. <laughs> yeah. Dumpster well, diver. we weren't eating them. <laughs> Um, what we would do 
<laughs> yeah, is we would drive around town. Mostly, like, we would drive downtown Newport Ritchie, but we were we would go all the way to, like, Dunedin. We'd go to Clearwater Beach, you know, Indian Rocks Beach. We would just pile the trunk full of chips. And essentially, we would just fill up the backseat. And as we're driving past people, like, on the beach walks and stuff, we'd just pop bags of chips and throw them out the window. We would, like, stop next to, like, groups of people sitting on the sidewalk. <laughs> and we would just fucking just, like, shower them with potato chips. What the fuck? That's chipping? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, like, 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 so instead of, like, egging people on the road, we would just throw chips at them. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like one of the worst things I guess I remember is when we're down in Newport Ritchie there was like a hobo and like I said like sometimes we would stop like to really get them good and you know oh, so they would no. see and we'd be laughing and there was a homeless guy riding his bike and so like as we're coming up next to him they like threw the potato chips right in his face and the guy was like yo you motherfuckers and like <laughs> grabs my friend's arm up in the front seat oh. and he, he's holding on and everybody else in the car which was my boyfriend had that Buick Skylark back in the day and he's like everybody's like go 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 and he's like I can't this motherfucker ain't letting go <laughs> He's not letting go. He's not letting go. So we're dragging this guy like we're probably like, going like not dragging, but he's on his bike okay. and I'm next to him. And his bike, you just hear it like, like it's, it's shaking not apart. Stay together much longer. Oh my god! And I'm yelling at this guy. Me. I'm just like, let go, let go. You know, like you're gonna get hurt. They're not gonna, gonna stop. <laughs> Like, it's not worth it. And eventually, he let go. I remember still. And like, he did a tree. No, he just kept down the other road. It was like a fork in the road. Jeez. Christine's like, I'm going to start with but, a story that doesn't do anything. And then she's like, we dragged a homeless person. <laughs> we murdered a whole dumpster diamond. I know what you did last summer. Man murder. <laughs> I'm like, uh, they broke into the facility and stole the chips. But no. <laughs> no. Then we threw them on people all over town. <laughs> and sometimes we'd bring eggs, too. So, we're like, we'd toss an egg on them and, and then some chips. Flour them with chips. It's like you tarred and feathered them with Free yeah. <laughs> That's probably the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the homeless guy at the end, it makes that whole story. That was the only part I felt. I mean, the throwing chips on people, most of the time it was good yeah, fun. Like yeah. now, even as an adult, if I was like standing on a corner in like Clearwater Beach mm -hmm. with my friends and a bunch of teenage kids like came up and threw chips on me, like it would be pretty funny. You know, I, I would kick somebody's ass they throw chips on me. <laughs> She wants to be chipped. Yeah. Let's go chipping. I've never heard of that in my life. Egging, yeah. But chipping? I almost had one. it with water. <laughs> Someone sprayed me and my mom and our group of friends with water as they drove by from the back of a pickup truck. We used to have this thing. We used it was it was I lived in uh Texas, a town called Copper's Cove, just a small town. The Streets were all letters, and the avenues were numbers, like A Street, 1st Street, 2nd Street, B Street. But it was a small town, and there was an area where the ladies of the night would hang out. <laughs> and we used to, I forget what we called it. It wasn't chipping, but it was... Uh, Hooking? Yeah, hoeing? Yeah. No, what we would do... Crabbing? It, but we, 
<laughs> but what we would do is we'd go to those people and we'd like flick pennies and nickels and shit at them. And so we'd go drive and somebody would be driving their car and we'd just flick pennies and shit at the hookers and stuff. We had a name for it, but I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> I have been hit. Yeah, so, so. <laughs> hit with coins, like walking down the road. So. <laughs> Were you on Avenue D? Doing. Were you in Copper's Cove? <laughs> Were you in Copper's Cove on Avenue D? <laughs> but it does hurt like a bitch. Some, one time somebody got me like in the shin, you know, with one. I was like, son of a bitch, I got bitch, pegged in the back of the head with a quarter at a bar <laughs> because the waitress, because I left her 50 cent tip. Oh. But you deserve that shit. No, yeah. but listen to the rest of the story. I gave her tons of tip, but it was a cash bar. And I ran out of tips i probably had like 50 bucks on me and every time i would get a drink i would leave her a dollar two dollars for every drink then i got down to my last like five bucks and the drink was like whatever say 450 so i just left the five and she didn't like that i left her a 50 cent tip meanwhile she's gotten 30 dollars from me in tips and i'm walking back to my table and peg right in the back of my head with a fucking quarter Damn. Yeah, I was fucking pissed, man. So you can imagine how the rest of his night went. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and I wasn't hooking. <laughs> no. Wasn't hooking or crabbing. All right, Kathy. That was a good one. I am torn. I don't know where to one. start now because you guys you got are... homeless murder and dog treats to be... <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is hard. Dog treats. Um, I don't even want to tell mine now. <laughs> boring. You have to. Yeah, I'm gonna give you guys a real, a real boring one. Although we'll see. That'll make for a good podcast. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll give you a, I'll give you a good one. Um, I'll give you my least, my most benign one that is embarrassing. This is my embarrassing one. Is this a confession to your mother? Are you coming clean to your mom? Yeah, but it's not something that religiously she would freak out about it but it, it wasn't immoral oh okay i didn't kill a homeless person <laughs> nor did i get high okay um this is, this is personally embarrassing so when i was 15 i was dating a guy and my older brother was dating his sister so we spent a lot of time at their house and we were going to go swimming and then going to play tennis and I had my period, and <laughs> I was all upset because I didn't know what to do because I didn't, couldn't go swimming, and the girl was like, well, just use a tampon. I'm like, I don't know how to use a tampon. We're not allowed to use tampons because the witnesses, the girls weren't supposed to use tampons because it was unclean. That was the cult she yeah. was in. <laughs> yes. yeah. Well, I wasn't so, allowed to either. Yeah, because it would break your hymen and yeah. all this other kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she Does took me in the bathroom. Hymen? If that's if you've never had sex, yeah. yeah. My it hymen was hymen. broken by a tampon. I left my virginity <laughs> to wow. a tampon. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So Sounds like fun. Sounds like a party. <laughs> yeah, so that was one of the reasons why we could bleed before you bleed now. <laughs> so you're like, is that the hymen in place? Um but so she came in the bathroom and kind of showed me how to use it. And when she Let's left turn into a sexy story. <laughs> she's like mm-hmm. And then the music started playing. Yeah. And then um so she's like oh. wow, wow. And so she left me alone and I was trying to put it in and 
I couldn't get it to work. It ended up in your butt. <laughs> and it broke. And it broke. And I'm like, come back in. I'm yelling. Her name was Karina. I'm like, Karina, Karina. And she came to the bathroom. She's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, it broke in two pieces. Yeah. And she's like, it comes in two pieces. And I'm like, I can't do this at all. She's got like the plastic applicator up there. Yeah, I'm like, the I don't know what to do with this. It's got a string coming out of her nose. We, just, we weren't allowed to do that. We didn't have them in our house. My mother didn't use them. I didn't mm-hmm. know how to do it. And I was so, like, she thought I was the dumbest person she's ever met. She's like, seriously? And I was embarrassed for, like, the rest of the weekend. Yeah. So I did not go swimming or to play tennis with all the other kids. I you did home. not. No, stayed I stayed She home. stayed home with the yeah. tampon. Mm-hmm. I, I stayed home with my mom. mom. Not, yeah. So. I had to have my friend show me, too. Like, I remember still yeah. she, like, pushed it open in the sink. Like, I'd never used yeah. one. I'm like, how do they work? Like, what is it? Yeah. How embarrassing. Well, she didn't show me how to push it open. I think that was the oh, problem. Yeah. Because the stick came out, and I'm like... What's going on here? I don't understand. <laughs> like, I was just still really young with stuff like that. I mean, when I was 12, my mom gave me a... I came home from school, and there was a box on my bed. A mail-order box. And when you opened it, it was every kind of maxi pad you could ever get. And then a book about mm-hmm. <laughs> how to have your period and what would happen. Because we never oh talked about it. Yeah. Jesus. That's, that's how I learned about it, was this book. That's why cults are bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why personally embarrassing. And no, I never told my mom that I started using tampons after Karina taught me how to do it. I never <laughs> did for a long time until my mom noticed mm-hmm. that because she would buy the pads. And so like she'd check my bathroom and, mm-hmm. you know, buy them when we needed them because that's all she ever used. And it wasn't for like a while, mm-hmm. like a year maybe before she was like, I haven't been buying pads really. <laughs> like, are you using them? <laughs> are you knocked up? <laughs> yeah. I have a cool Max Bad story. <laughs> it is so embarrassing. We had a. I lived in a cold sack on a military base, and all my friends lived around there. And we went and we used to hang out at my buddy's house, and we found a big old box of maxi pads in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, we knew what they were, but we didn't take into consideration that those things cost money and stuff. But all of us, there's like three or four of us, we like lined our shoulders (laughs) and our arms and our legs with this, our friend's mom's maxi pads. And we're like skating down the street and shit. (laughs) We got in so much trouble because apparently they're expensive and we like used like the whole box of maxi pads. (laughs) It started raining and it started to poof up. When I was like five, I did that. I went into my mom's bathroom when they were having a dinner party, and I put oh. them all over my body and came walking out. And I was like, oh, and my mom was so freaking mad at me. I think we had to mow the guy's yard for like two weeks and two weeks yeah, worth of mowing. Yeah, to save the money. Yeah. <laughs> From all the maxi pads yeah. you used. I mean, it was it was a big, gigantic box of them, and we used like almost all. I think we left one just in case. It was that time of the month. <laughs> it was super embarrassing. I have no maxi pad stories other than we used to carry them in the uh, patrol units for gunshots back in the day. That's you didn't try to smoke one. Absorbent. I heard they get you high. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, that was the old uh, wife tale. I don't think it's uh, something you're supposed to do, but I. Somebody had told me along the line, carry, carry tampons with you. I heard that. Gunshot, no. you can, yeah, yeah, you can put them in there. And yeah, I don't think they want you to do that. 
No? Yeah, I don't think so. Why? I mean, anything to block the hole, right? And they're... Yeah, <laughs> plugging the hole is, <laughs> is necessarily what, like, the medical professionals would want you to do. They'd rather you have the gauze and the compress and just, you know, hold oh, the rather, well, yeah. uh, <clears throat> rather than shove objects inside of the hole <laughs> to further traumatize the, oh, the yeah, wound. I guess. <laughs> because they have to pull it out. You could <laughs> yeah. call it traumatizing. So, yeah, I think that's, uh, I'm not sure. I mean, medical professionals, you could call us. You can always email us at yeah. podcast at gmail.com and let me know if that is true or untrue. But uh, thankfully, never had to use it. Well, if it's good enough for her, it should be good enough for you. <laughs> well. You can plug your hole. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, shut your pie hole. My story's. Let's hear your lame story. Yeah, that's pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have something. Um, I was, again, I was living on a military base, and me and my friend found out, like, on the military bases in, like, the, I don't know if it was the officer's club or the, the other club, like, NCO club. They used to have go-go dancers, and they weren't, like, nude. They were just, like, go-go dancers, and we found out about it, and we snuck into the to the back of the climb the fence, and <laughs> we get caught peeking in at the go-go dancers and yeah. stuff by the MPs, and they dragged us home, and whenever you got in trouble, the MPs would bring you home, call your dad at work, and all that shit, and it wasn't so much that it was a big deal, but... I was embarrassed to tell, we were embarrassed to tell our yeah. parents that we were looking at go-go dancers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so what were you doing over there? Oh. And both me and my friend were, had the same idea. We can't tell our parents we're looking at girls and booby dancing, you know? <laughs> so we basically said that we heard that they kept beer back there and we wanted to steal beer. <laughs> so you were like, uh, a worse story. <laughs> like we were doing crap. <laughs> We were looking at those girls. Yeah, we, we just said we heard that they had beer or cigarettes or something, you know, something else that, like you said, is worse. But in our mind, it wasn't worse. We'd rather get caught with beer than staring at girls. <laughs> that's funny how the young mind works. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's just, you know, you're growing up, you know, these boobies come on TV, close your eyes. That's so taboo, you know. Yeah, in this country. Yeah, sure. that's what I mean. That we were willing to admit to stealing beer. Or <laughs> boobies. Yeah. Being girls. Beer, boobies. Yeah. Beer, boobies. I mean, we were probably, I would imagine, 13, something like that. 12, 13 years old. Yeah. I could see my son lying about something like that, though. He'd lie about girls before. He would. Yeah. yeah he he would admit to a lot before he'd admit liking a girl or the way a girl looked. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's weird. when, Especially at that age, you know. It's like. I don't know. It was weird. Like, we went to Hooters, and it was so awful. Awkward. Was it Hooters or Wing House? I can't remember. It was, House it was really weird. He just, he was like. We need to bring Robbie there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He couldn't look up or talk to anyone or <laughs> order. Funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I couldn't uh-huh. imagine going to a place like that when I was 12 Ooh. or 13 years old. Yeah. Holy I ne- shit. My I would have never left the bathroom. That's, I mean, it's, you're so susceptible at that age. Mm-hmm. When we were young, we cruised every year. We went on a cruise every year. 
One year, my dad took us to the Bahamas, and our offshore excursion was to go to a show, and all the girls in the show were topless, and my mom didn't know, and my dad was like, it's okay, and I'm probably 13, 14, 15, so he's 16, and it was like the best day of his life. He was like, oh my God, and my mom was, she was, she just gave up and sat down. She's like, Jack, I just can't believe I need a stack of dollars, Do this to us, but- we got to put these girls through college. <laughs> was, and, you know, my dad, I, I don't know if he really realized it, but he was fine. He's just like, just shut up and go to the show, everyone. Don't make a scene. And my brother just sat yeah. there, slack jawed the entire <laughs> time. Like, Covering his lap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a pillow on his lap. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's disgusting. Jackson, he'll like question us, like, well, why, why do these girls do this? Why would any girl ever do that? Like, those were questions mm-hmm. he's asking me while we're in the restaurant. Like, I don't understand why a girl would ever even dress like that. Like, <laughs> it's Give so it two years. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna be like, why would they was... all dress yeah. like this all the time? <laughs> the shirt's so big. Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny. Poor guy. Let's see here. Opening up round two. Yeah, I don't know. Can I don't you know how you're going to top your last one. one. Yeah. I got some good ones here. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, this one's a little lame. Oops, right. So I'll stick this right Perfect. in the middle here. Uh, I'm going to call this one like the car wash story. Okay. And uh, when I first got my car, I had a Ford Maverick. I love that car. And my cousins... So this has Joe Keller as the central character once again. <laughs> However, he's the victim of the crime. And uh, he was the victim last time. You guys threw no, him in the shower. He, he, well, yeah, because he was so drunk. <laughs> so uh, we, you know, if I was staying the night at a buddy's house or anything, it was always his house and vice versa. And so our families—not necessarily our parents, because back in those days, the parents didn't really get together. It was, it, you know, acquaintances through the kids and. So we went driving. This is a, a night where, again, I didn't do really too many things illegal or wrong or anything like that. But for some reason this night, we decided to vandalize a car wash. And my cousins, <laughs> my brother, and I, there were four of us in my car, we went to this car wash. Well, we opened the night with going to a Walmart. And we went behind the Walmart. There's your first problem. <laughs> <laughs> we went behind the Walmart, and we found that all the the... The fuse cutoff boxes that are on the sides of buildings right. just to lever up or lever mm-hmm. lever down. All the padlocks were off of these things. And so my cousin, for whatever reason, takes gathers up all the padlocks, which are just hanging there unlocked, and he chucks them in the field behind the Walmart <laughs> and then goes right down the line. Ka-chunk, chunk, 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 chunk. <laughs> shoves them all down, jumps in the oh car, and we raced gosh. around to the front and Every light in that Walmart plaza was off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> <God>. Shopping inside. <laughs> and so that opened up the night. That was really funny. And we went like almost across the street, which is stupid when you think about it because the cops are going to be responding to the first thing. Maybe it's to throw them off our scent for what we were about to do. <laughs> so we drive up to. The old style car wash with the bays where there's two vacuums before pulling into the bay. And my cousin, I'm driving, my cousin would reach out, grab the hose 
from one of the vacuums and hold on to it, and I'd pull forward slightly, and it popped the hose off. Mm-hmm. And we filled my trunk with all these hoses. <laughs> <laughs> and then we took them to my buddy Joe Keller's house, and we teepeed his house with them. <gasps> oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and we thought it was funny. Um, not really putting it in the vandalism category so much as the teepeeing your buddy's house category, mm-hmm. so it was kind of fun. And But there was an all-out investigation on this thing. <laughs> Joe's dad, his stepdad, who was an amazing guy, woke up and saw that and called the cops. Oh, and my so God. It went out of control. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, was, it was like, oh, so I could never admit to Joe that it was I was us. just going to say, did he know it was you <laughs> no, immediately? We never, I, to my knowledge, we never told him it was us. <laughs> and we never admitted to it. We're like, wow, that's weird. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know who would do that. Yeah, so they knew where the hoses came from. They knew the Walmart thing happened. You know, when you're a cop looking at it, it's like, if we had been identified, we'd been in a lot of trouble that night. But nobody knew except us. You probably could have blamed it on the chippers. (laughs) The chippers. The chippers. chippers. There's a homeless guy over there. You should be looking into that. (laughs) So that was uh, our car worst story. And, uh, yeah, my night of... How many vacuums did... About eight, I think. (laughs) I think there was four bay car wash, two vacuums per... Or eight bay car wash, sorry. Two vacuums per... In the middle of each one. We stuffed my trunk full of these things. Jesus. It was... (laughs) So, so yeah. That's like shit you go to jail for. Yeah, yeah. I could have been in a lot of trouble for that. It's one of the very few things. Oh, Kathy just remembered something. I wonder (laughs) every time you say something, I'm like, oh, I vandalized something. Oh, I've done this. Oh, I've done that. And I'm like, but which one's the best? Because there's so many. I'm hearing your guys' stories, and I'm like, I don't really have a whole lot. And I'm starting to remember. I'm like, I was fucking bad. (laughs) You told me when I met you, you were a hooligan. I did some bad shit. And we can't go on vacation with you because all these people, the homeless guy's family is going to come back and murder us like in that teen movie. And mine aren't funny. If you're listening to this, send us yours. I would love to hear some silly vandalism story that somebody did, but... Or killing homeless people. Yeah. If you're a chipper, if you've never heard of chipping (laughs) and chipped. Yeah, I want to know if anybody else has heard that. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I don't know if we like made it up. Maybe we're gonna or you were gonna start a new rage. (laughs) Well, it was back then, like in Pasco. That was like that we had the chip. Well, so it wasn't just you guys. There were other people that did it. I mean, Pasco. She said Pasco. (laughs) Maybe not. I mean. No, I I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know if anyone else ever did it, but <laughs> I mean, he's still not lying. It was fun. Even <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> we used to go egging, and I mean, it's the same principle. Mm-hmm. We'd or have TV. guys that like uh, skateboarded and stuff. So when we'd go down to Clearwater Beach, because we'd only ever go at nighttime, really, right. like they'd be skateboarding down just the regular sidewalk, right. and seriously, they would just pop a bag of chips in somebody's face and just keep going. <laughs> I would punch someone in the face <laughs> too. Man. Go, you you'd be dragging me to too. Them. I'd be pissed off right off the bat, and they're like, Start eating them off your shirt. I love Doritos. Yeah, more chips. Hey, come back. I don't know where, who thought of it or when. I think they were doing it, or it was some kind of other tradition before I was even around. Of course, then the Frito place closed down. That was a disappointing. Then we just had to go to street egg and stuff, <laughs> which we did too. So, I'm going to go to a kind of lame one, too, for my next one. 
I mean, I guess it's it's lame. Does your mom know about it? I don't know. We were talking about it outside, so you guys kind of already know it. But um, when I first started smoking cigarettes, uh, like regularly, my grandma used to buy them for me. I'd work for at her antique shop on the weekend, and she would pay me like $25, but she started buying me cigarettes for working for her. Eventually, and how old were you? Probably like 13, 14, oh. something like that. I'd work at her antique shop. Cool. <laughs> yeah, she was pretty cool. And uh, I, I switched from cigarettes to the clove cigarettes. And so I would smoke them in the house, which it was no big deal when I smoked the regular cigarettes because my parents smoked, everybody smoked in the house. When I switched to the clove cigarettes, I started trying to like hide it, you know? Uh, so I'd like I'd be smoking like all afternoon till they got home from work, and then I'd have to like gather up the cigarettes, throw them in my pocket or whatever. I couldn't leave any of them around because they had the black filters. But essentially, I would just to cover it up, I would brew coffee because like with the clove smell and the coffee smell, my mom wouldn't be able to tell when she walked in. So as I was telling you guys, she would think I was being nice like I was brewing coffee for her to like come home from work that's terrible yeah so for the longest time she's like my daughter's so sweet she brews me coffee every day she knows I like it so she'd come in the door and she'd just be like so happy oh you brewed me coffee and you know she'd start pouring a cup and she'd be like are you gonna have some because like sometimes I didn't even drink any of it it's still a full pot of coffee sitting there (laughs) <laughs> but that was one of my one of my lamer ones. But one I don't think my mom still knows because I could never break it to her that I wasn't brewing <laughs> her, brewing her nice. coffee. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that you were smoking clothes. It was that you don't want to admit that you weren't being nice. Yeah, because yeah. she thought I was so sweet. It's funny you, you you could smoke cigarettes in there, but you couldn't smoke cloves. Yeah, that's funny. She was hiding smoking cloves. Yeah. With, oh, well, they probably didn't cigarettes. know you were smoking cigarettes either, no. but they just couldn't smell it because they smoked. Yeah, okay, now yeah, I get yeah. it. Gotcha. Got it. But those, it's like a distinct yeah, yeah, yeah. smell. Mm-hmm. You know? I used to smoke those. Like, I did too. Everybody did, like, mm-hmm. in the 90s or whatever. Going to masquerade. Yeah. Going to you masquerade. gotta go buy clothes. Yeah, they're masquerade. And you couldn't buy them just anywhere. They, oh. Yeah, you had things, to go to a smoke shop. Because I've always smoked, like, a chimney and... But those things, man, I'd smoke two of them, and I couldn't breathe, man. Yeah. I smoked them like they, they did were cigarettes. They did taste good, though. They did. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you could do that. Those things k- killed my Plus, chest. they were so expensive. Mm-hmm. They were, Remember yeah. how expensive they were when well, we were going they up? they were $5 a pack, which now is, yeah. is cheap yeah. <laughs> for cigarettes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Sadly. But now I bet they're probably 7 8 $9 a pack for I, them. Actually, I don't think they're allowed to sell them, are they? I, I haven't seen clothes in years. I think they made them illegal. No, I think I just saw some at a stop. I think they even sell them at like regular gas stations now. I think they have the brand, but I don't think they're clothes. Oh. I think. Yeah. You know when they banned all those like. Other, no, they're, they're that Dejerum yeah. black whatever, yeah. and then they had another. They had a couple other. Because the Dejerum makes regular cigarettes too. Mm. Maybe they do, but I think yeah. they ban those. I don't think I could now. I've drank so many times when I smoked those. Like, just the smell of them now Mm-mm. make me think of I used to chew clove up. gum all the time, mm. too. I love that clove gum. Yeah. I forget what it was called. Clove gum. Mm. 
Is that what it was called? <laughs> Is that what it was called? No. I can remember oh, the package, though. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try some of that They now. sell it at um, Candy Kitchen. Uh, you're right. It mm-hmm. is called clothes. It is called clothes. It's clothes. called clothes. <laughs> and it has like a, it's a shiny package. Yeah, it's and, red. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just says clothes. Clothes. Like in old school yeah. writing. I think I have seen Those that. Those are good. It's good. It's not Times New Roman. <laughs> and it lasts like two seconds, the flavor. All gum lasts two seconds. Yeah. Although yeah. I, I'm not a gum chewer, so. Mm, lately I am. All right. Kathy. I'm trying to decide between two stories. Yeah. Tell we'll them have both. honorable mentions after, so. Um, I will go with the Ford story. So when I was growing up, I lived in a neighborhood and we, all the kids, ran around like crazy. And the girls had a fort, and the boys had a fort. So if you went to the back of the neighborhood through Jessica Ryan's backyard. Little rascal style. You could, yeah, yeah, exactly. No girls allowed. You could get out to the woods, and there was a huge pond, but it, it would be a wooded area. And the boys always had, like, Playboys. Like, it was a real fort. It had a roof, Playboys, you know, all <laughs> kinds of things. a sign of a like, real fort to me. Hustler yep, magazines absolutely. and stuff. And the girls had Cherry. their fort. Hot and poppin'. <laughs> You've never seen that? No. It's a porno mag, and it's all pregnant women. Oh. It's, it's called Hot, Hot and Poppin'. And poppin'. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that's uh, hot. <laughs> and popping, popping, fresh. Um, I popped that. Oh, somebody already did. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Is that a head? <gasps> Damn, you guys. Is that an umbilical cord? Oh. She got some real meat hangers. Oh wait. <laughs> Sausage lips. Um, <laughs> You're killing me. I'm not going to finish. What was that? <laughs> 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 you just come up to the mic real serious. Just like. <laughs> Is that when the wind blows? <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Geez. You're the one. Leave me alone. You never heard of that. I want to look up pot and popping. Yeah. You can Google that later. Anyway. My brother, my adopted brother's three years older than me. And one day, I found, shut up, you guys. One day, I was cleaning my room, and he had hid all of his Playboy magazines underneath my bed. So my mom wouldn't find them. <laughs> so I got really mad, and I gave them to the girls in the neighborhood, and we went to destroy the boys' fort. Like knock it down and like we had hammers and we were, I mean, we were like 13 or 14. So you were a terrorist. <laughs> and we accidentally set the fort on fire. <laughs> oh. quickly. That may or may not have had to had the fire department had to come out to it um, when we were young. So. That's pretty good. And they never knew it was you? They never knew it was the girls now. They thought it was boys from another neighborhood that they were fighting with. Oh. But I was so mad because he used to put stuff in my bed. The like perfect crime. All the time. Like, once he chopped up a snake and put it under my covers, and once he, like, he did the Playboy, like, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you distract me. <laughs> 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 that was, a, did you burn the Playboys? 
But on the Playboys? What happened to Han Pop? We only saved the Han Pop. But, you know. And they were a casualty. Yeah, so. I would have cried at that age because I had like two Playboys. Oh, they had them all over. They would be strewn all over the, like the woods. You would see them, like the pages ripped Mm -hmm. out. Because there was. Us and then there were older boys, younger boys. I mean, they were all ages in our neighborhood, and but we would always go raid the boys' fort and take their stuff and throw it in the pond, or they would knock our walls down. You know, just shit <laughs> yeah. all the time. That's so. funny because your story just reminded me of two yeah. more stories <laughs> me too. of the same like kind of it, it involved Playboys, Playboy boys. magazines, snakes, and fires. <laughs> I just remembered that one. That sounds I was like, like a great story. Wow. I'm like looking at my list and then I'm thinking of other things mm-hmm. and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, I did a lot of criminal things. Yeah. <laughs> There's one with a fire. I won't be repeating on air. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like thinking, I'm like, man, should statute I tell this story? Yeah. I'm like, are the statute of limitations still <laughs> involved? Because I don't know if I want to tell some of these. Actually, on- they weren't on my list, but. We had a Playboy, we had a four, and we found a Playboy, and what we did was we uh, ripped out all the pages, and all the boobs we stuck through, (laughs) uh, like, limbs on the tree, so, like, when you looked at the tree, it was like a work of art, like, I still remember seeing it, and all the sticks were coming through the girl's boobs, (laughs) like, we just left it, yeah, through the nipple, (laughs) and this whole tree, we, like, climbed it, and Stuck it all over the tree. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't wow. know whose Playboy we found, but some boy was sad. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> rampant in our neighborhood. Those magazines were everywhere. Uh, we everywhere. we had forts, and they were chock full. And we even had a special <laughs> hole that we dug, and that's where we put the magazines, and you'd cover it up with like a. <laughs> A throw rug or a piece of wood or something and look like it was part of the fort and we'd all gather around and a bunch of dudes sitting around looking at you know circle jerks yeah no he's like we're the Beatles <laughs> it's like 80s big you know bush bush yep we got bush <laughs> well, what are you gonna go with there uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna go. He's with like illegal. Snakes Not fire, illegal. Baby. Not to trivialize the, you know, underground railroad, but it's kind of my version of the underground railroad. Oh, you're a real, uh, real uh, hero there. Yeah, I was, I was a hero. At least I thought I was at the time. What was her <laughs> name that did the underground railroad? Was it? They Margaret. Uh, Parks. <laughs> no, no, no. Who was it? This is not Rosa Parks. Yeah, Harriet Tubman. Yeah, that's correct. All right. Yeah, there's a Netflix on her right now. Um. This was, a, like, when, when I was a kid, a big thing with young teenagers was, like, running away from home and stuff. Anyways, one of my buddies, Dennis, ran away from home, and there was, like, four or five of us that were really good friends, and he stayed at my house first. I hit him in my room, <laughs> in my closet or something, and his parents, you know, it's this time it's probably like 10 o'clock at night on like a Tuesday, you know, and <laughs> nobody can find, they couldn't find their son. Meanwhile, he's hidden in my room and so his parents come knocking on our door. My mom's like, have you seen Dennis? No, I don't know where Dennis is. <gasps> oh. Dennis is, I don't know where Dennis is. 
Well, they leave. He said he was going to Nevada. (laughs) They leave. They're going down the street, knocking on somebody else's house. And at this time, I think they're on to me. So, you know, you get on the phone and call your friend. And I had to sneak him out of my house. And he ran to the neighbor's house after they left there. And he just kept going from house to house to house. (laughs) Jesus. Is it worth running away? Yeah. And uh, we all kept to our stories. Finally, he did get caught, and he didn't rat us out or anything. It was awesome. Can you imagine, like, the feeling you would have if you couldn't find your kid at 10 o'clock at night? And James is like, he's in my closet. Yeah. (laughs) We need to talk about that story. You put that on par with the Underground Railroad? (laughs) (laughs) You're just like Whoopi Goldberg. He's like, like, I'm a hero. I'm a hero. It was just funny the way that we did it. You know, we're sneaking them around from house Can to I house. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's good though, because your mom would have beat yeah, your ass. Yeah, that's one of those things that, that that was one of the ones I thought of that my parents didn't know because they never found out that we About did that. It? Yeah. Oh. It was a common occurrence, the running away thing. Even I did it a few times. I never ran away, but I always Me helped either. my friends run away. I should have ran. That's away, what we did. But I we never just did. helped him out, and <clears throat> it lasted for two, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> he got grounded, which is a long time when you're that age. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah we almost pulled it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He ended up just walking down the street until his parents found him. He wanted he to go like, home. I'm he had nowhere to go. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what kept me from ever running away. I never attempted it. Never even thought about it. I'm a creature of comfort. I'm not going to sleep outside. Oh, <laughs> I ran away a couple times when me and my mom would get into our knockdown drag outs. And she'd be out all night driving around the base looking for me. And I'm sitting behind trees watching her drive by. <laughs> when I think about it now, it's like like you said, could you imagine if yeah. a child did that? You know, my mom would shit. have beat me to death. Oh, I'm sure I got beat when I got home. No <laughs> doubt about that. <laughs> Well, it's fucked up now as an adult. Think about how many kids go missing and stuff, and you're right. what you're putting your parents through. Yeah, you don't think like, about that. Will I ever see this child again? You're right. But you're on base. You're pretty pretty yeah, safe from that, but think, you never know, hopefully. man. And it was kind of a trend, though. Yeah. Back then. Back then, you know, it was just something that young teenagers would do. My and, brother would do that all the time. Yeah, it was just like I'm gonna run away. Yeah. And my, <laughs> what the my dad hell? Like, Go ahead. How far are you gonna make it? Mm-hmm. How much money you got? Yeah. One time he actually did run away, the only time I remember, and he made it as we had this field next to our house. This big mound of dirt from a project that never finished or whatever. It's just this huge mound of dirt. We used to play on it. And uh, the next morning we found him sleeping. It was essentially like next door (laughs) in a mound like that. He ran away to this mound. What are you going to dig a cave in there? And. that was when he, yeah, shit. they beat his ass. <laughs> it's like Damn. really, so he slept outside in the cold, <laughs> but he took like a blanket with him and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't even know what age he was. I, well, I could guess though, because I know the years we lived at that, he's probably like eight. What? <laughs> yeah. He ran away. He's like, I got a Twinkie and a blanket. I can last for a year. Like, I could <laughs> ration out this Twinkie. <laughs> That's a child's mindset though. Yeah. They're like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I can make it happen. I could take on the world. Hell, oh, even when I ran away, it was like, I don't need you. You know, yeah. I can survive on my own. Yeah. And how did you come home? How did I come mm-hmm. home? Usually just would come home. 
Yeah. When I got hungry. I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah. You'd be like, there's Twinkies in there. Twinkies. Actually, the first time I did it, I had to go home because it was one of those days where it was hot during the day and then it got really cold <laughs> at night and I had no jacket. I was <gasps> freezing and I was I was so stubborn. I think I stayed out till like five in the morning or something. It was cool because I got to miss school that day. So it ended up being a win. (laughs) But I remember the first time I went home because I was freezing my ass off and I just couldn't take it anymore. I'm like probably in hyperthermia. (laughs) That's what's funny about that mindset. You were you're like, fuck, I could I could do this on my own, but you didn't plan ten hours into the future. Yeah, 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 yeah. that would be me. That's how I am now. The whole plan is falling apart. Yeah, (laughs) not even a whole day is gone by. (laughs) Meanwhile, I had no food, no money. (laughs) All right, well, we're gonna call this one uh, Adam Mimosas. Adam mimosas. <laughs> we need more mimosas. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break, and uh, then we'll come back with losing virginity. Oh, oh God. Uh-oh. Sorry, Ma. He's getting serious. Did somebody break your hymen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no it's tampons. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. And That's what she said. we're back to pick up where we left off. Round three. I'll start her off with... My horrifying losing my virginity story. Horrifying. Can't wait to hear this story. <laughs> it was actually a dude. <laughs> All right, just ruined it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> no, you know how I know. <laughs> <laughs> there were several things that went wrong this day. Um, for her. <laughs> <laughs> If you weren't speaking into your cup, the audience might have heard that. <laughs> I was trying to drink some water. I'm sorry. I've had a lot of champagne. So first of all, I was a super shy, especially when it came to girls. Really, really, really shy. I got so many stories about that. But when I finally did dupe one into liking me. <laughs> dupe. Um, yeah, she showed up and she was she was pretty forward. She was like the perfect first girlfriend, first attempt at this because she was not shy at all. And she had massive boobies <laughs> and she um would use those <laughs> so, so but so the, the story kind of starts she's over at my place nobody's home and uh, i'm sitting on the couch i'm 17 years old and i lose RJ. so i'm i'm older i have no real excuse for this um, <laughs> no real excuse <laughs> And we're sitting there, and we're watching TV, and the TV just set it up. You have to picture, I'm sitting on the couch, and the TV is to my right uh, in the room. So I'm looking right at the TV, and she just finally says, fuck it. He's not going to make a move. I'm making the move. And so she just comes over and straddles me on the couch and takes her shirt off. And she's wearing only a bra. And it's a lacy, nice bra with huge boobs right in my face. <laughs> I never take my eyes off the television. <laughs> I sat there and st- I was frozen in fear. <laughs> I had no idea what to do. Oh You're like, my files God. On woman. <laughs> like being older now, literally all I had to do was grab and go. I mean, that was, it was served to me on a platter and I froze. I stared at that television and she was so disappointed in me. She's just like, 
you know, obviously all the things that would go with that. I'm going to tell the ladies, you know, like, was there something wrong with me? Why is he not interested? He didn't even look yeah, at me. Yeah, he doesn't like me. I'm yeah. not pretty. What, yeah. is there something wrong with watching TV? Let this be a learning experience for all of you. 17 year old guy, first one I've seen an an actual person, especially within reaching distance. And I would have been all over that. But so I ended up apologizing and and explaining. I I didn't tell her it was my first time because that comes later in the story. But so we, I kind of smoothed it over. I don't remember how the conversation went but basically sorry i was i was just like frozen in fear there i'm so sorry so my dad comes home oh and shows you how it was done have a word with your yeah you, i got cucked by my dad <laughs> oh. he had a pop-up camper in the back yard <laughs> And so we decided, <laughs> I'm going to go pop up this camper, and this is where we're going to go, right? This is my first go at it, and so we go in there, and she had the idea, and I mentioned this in our food thing. We discussed a little bit about food and the sex, and uh, it can be nasty. It can be fun, but it can be nasty, and so she brought whipped cream oh. from the fridge out there. <laughs> Jesus. And so she just sprayed it on herself, and that's and I just... I had my first experience out there with my dad in the house who knew exactly what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Oh my god. He had camper. To. Uh so the other embarrassing thing was afterwards um I told her that that was my first time and she was furious. At me. <gasps> she was so mad at me. Um because she would have made it more special, I think. This was her instead of whipped cream, yeah. Yeah, instead of just being like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she would have made it, you know, a little more special or whatever, but she was really mad. And I ended up lying to her. I was like, oh, I was just kidding. It wasn't my first time. I'm so oh. experienced. It's not even funny. <laughs> you know? And uh, I think that's probably where we left it. But that was my first experience. And my, so I, I say my dad knew exactly what the fuck was going on, but that's something my, my mom definitely doesn't know. <laughs> my first experience of being frozen in fear. <laughs> With boobies in your face. That poor girl. Her <laughs> poor brain was emotional damage. Yeah. <laughs> emotional damage. I mean, that I would be, I, if that happened to me now, I would be first furious and then yeah, she was. I would just be so upset. Like, why can't I? Yeah, I mean, what's wrong you with know, me? You know, what's wrong with Am me? He doesn't like me. Other guys like these. Why doesn't he? I yeah. ate those donuts. I shouldn't have eaten the donuts. I was yeah. pretty forward. I would have probably just grabbed him. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, he's happy. <laughs> like, yeah. It's pretty work. evident. Let's There's go. something that doesn't lie. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> this thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's not um, earthquake, people. She's shaking the table. <laughs> She's very excited for mm-hmm. your story. Yeah. Yeah, my first time was similar to that. Mine Same girl? Whipped cream and stuff, but the girl just assumed that I had already mm-hmm. had sex, but I hadn't. And I didn't tell her till like, way later, and she got pretty upset. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, but you were with this girl and that girl. Girls that I was dating, I was like, yeah, but we never had sex because those girls did have sex. So she just assumed that I had. I never said I did, but I went along with it, you know, mm-hmm. so I kind of lied. You, you know? implied. I implied. 
And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she got she got pretty upset, which I didn't I didn't understand why, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. It's pretty embarrassing for all around. Definitely me. Mm-hmm. After that, I was off to the races, though. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, like, okay. right, we got that now. out of the way. <laughs> now, okay. So. Well, that's pretty deep. That <laughs> <It> wasn't. No. <laughs> she had a shallow <laughs> vagina. <laughs> shallow penis. <laughs> He's like, I belong to Micropenis Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm torn on which one I want to do next. Um, Are you going to leave murder out of the next one? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Kind of. It was manslaughter. So this one, I guess, was one of the, to me, funniest, and my parents don't know. I never told them. It wasn't anything I ever really got in trouble for. But we were just started driving again that same age period, and I was sitting in the back seat, and my daughter's father was in the front and he's a big dude he looked a lot older like he had a full beard at 16 that sort of thing and we're sitting at a stoplight waiting to turn left and we're doing maybe maybe not some illegal activities i'm not gonna say Mm -hmm. but i'm like crouch crouched in the back and all of a sudden this car next to us it's like a white suv puts his window down and and he's yelling and slowly we all look over (laughs) And he says, what's that little girl doing in the back of your car? <laughs> to Doug, my daughter's father. He's like, that's not a little girl. That's my girlfriend. He's like, what? And then he realizes what's going on inside the car. And there's another lady and they're both showing their badges. And they're like, pull over, pull over. You need to pull over. Oh, and <laughs> my friend in the drive, driver's seat, Kyle... He's just like, oh, my God, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> like, he's a goody two-shoes. He lives in this, like, pretty much mansion. And we're turning to turn into his rich neighborhood, essentially. And <laughs> what? My, yeah. And um, we get down the road because at that point we're arguing who's going to take fault for what's in the car, yada, yada. But it's your car, so you're going to get in trouble anyway. And... We get down the road to a stop sign, and that's, I just bail out of the car. Like, they're arguing, the two of them. They're like, you're gonna, no, you're gonna, no. Oh, my, God. and, you know, this guy's gaining on us. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but the he cops. pulls over. Like, or at least that's what we thought that they were. Looking back, I'm like, I don't remember him even, I don't know, who knows. But I, I just bail at this point. I run into the woods. It's like right outside, <laughs> right outside of like his neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, and I think I waited there. I don't even know until I had to use the bathroom, and it wasn't that far from his house. So I start walking to his house. I have no idea what I'm going to come up to. I'm like, did they get chased down? Oh Are they going to be in cuffs? And I get there, and they're just like his she just cars. Left her boyfriend too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Like, oh my fuck, you guys! You're your own sucker. <laughs> just bails and runs. I think he ended up leaving. I don't remember him even being there by the time I got there. But he had his car parked in the garage, which they had a boat and stuff in their garage. So I remember him explaining it to his parents because his parents were like, they parked their cars in the garage, but he didn't park his car in the garage. 
So <laughs> I remember his parents like, why is your car parked in the garage? <laughs> and he's just like, oh, we were, I don't know. He made up some excuse that we were doing and we were all like had to, I don't know why, but we thought his parents would have known something before they got home. So we like got on our bathing suits. Like we were like chillaxing by the, by the pool, like in case the cops came. I mean, they definitely wouldn't think we were down the road <laughs> long ago because we're swimming now. Uh, but it was, yeah, that was my, one of my times of, uh, so cops. was it really cops? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they turned on lights and everything. Oh, oh, oh. It was like an undercover car. So as soon as they were like, he said, that's not a little girl. That's my girlfriend. Because they thought that they were obviously kidnapped somebody or something. Because I'm so small. And at mm-hmm. that age, probably yeah. even looked younger. And yeah, as soon as they both showed their badges, the lights went on. And then you could see it. Yeah. You know, in the car, <laughs> in the back window and everything. Oh my One god! One of my favorite stories. <laughs> how many? T- if you had to put a number to it, how many times under the age of eighteen did you run from the cops? Well, there were a few times I bailed on people. Like we had another time <laughs> that we they like mm-hmm. were throwing patio furniture and stuff at an apartment complex that my friend worked at. And I must have been just sober enough to realize because they were all sitting in it. And as soon as the, I seen the cops like entering the gate, I was like, "Fuck this, I'm out!" Mm-hmm. Like, and and my I was at my friend's house sleeping over, so like I laid on her front porch until she she got walked home from the cops anyway. So I still ended up having to talk to the police officer that time, but he didn't actually arrest anybody. And then running from school a few times, we had to like jump fences. I remember my friend getting stuck on the fence, running from the cops. Uh, Cops stopped me in the church parking lot, made me smash my cigarettes one time. I've had a couple MPs do that. Dump out Mad Dog. (laughs) Smash my Marlboro Red cigarettes. (laughs) Yep, yep. I decided a long time ago after hearing these stories that I'll never... Like go snorkeling with Christine or anything because oh, yeah, we were just if there's a shark or something like that, she's like she'll cut you and run. You know, <laughs> yeah. she's that type of person. <laughs> yeah, like, I just like, have to going be down faster for this. than you. Yeah, like, you're not going to gonna make it in an apocalypse with her because I don't she's going to outrun the cops. You. I just have to outrun my friends. <laughs> That's exactly. And she's That's... like, well, they're my friends until the zombies come. <laughs> oh, That's one of the best don't stories. No cops. Wow. Failing. No, you can't. <laughs> Like I've bailed a few times. <laughs> hey, self preservation yeah. is a strong trait. Yeah. Yeah. Most of my friends were on uh, you know, some kind of probation or something in high school. I never I never got in trouble. Because <laughs> yeah. you were fat, you were bailing all they the time. They never got you to court. <laughs> She's like, I was a track runner. <laughs> That's yep. awesome. I like that very much. Mm-hmm. Well, in keeping line with the police story, oh, I guess what? I was hell a police story. I have several. Oh my god! I you just don't just, tell you guys that stuff. Just when you think you know something. <laughs> so this one was a. I didn't actually get taken home by the police this time because there was a twist at the end. But um, so we were out drinking. I was maybe sixteen. And we were out drinking. It was me, my boyfriend, Rocky. He's Yeah, not the real name, but his nickname. And my girlfriend, Renee, and some other people. And there was another car of people that we knew that were drinking. Because we would drink in this parking lot at HCC. Because it had a big pond. And we'd go in the pond and we'd drink all night and then go home. 
when they were taking us home and this other car decided to race us like I mean, this is like out on Falkenberg Road, like in the middle of nowhere. So we're racing and the guy got too close to my boyfriend's car. And one of the other guys in our car threw a beer can that was full at their car and shattered their windshield. Oh. And they did not like that. So they ended up chasing us down into another town outside the town where we lived in a fight broke out in the Winn-Dixie parking lot <laughs> and the guys are all like beating the shit out of each other. And my girlfriend Renee and I, who I used to live with, um, we were really upset. So I had taken a lid off of a metal garbage can and hit this guy over the head. Oh <laughs> and so we were trying to get them off of the men that we were with so we could get out of there. And then the police showed up. And I got handcuffed and put in the back of a car and they put all of us in different cars and they were talking to us and I'm crying and, I, and the guy's looking at me and I, I told him what my real name was and all that stuff. And he's like, you know, are you so-and-so's daughter? And I'm like, I am. And he's like, I know him. He's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, he is. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And took my cuffs off of me and then when the other people like my boyfriend got arrested and everything else I did not get arrested but they drove me to my girlfriend Renee's house and let me stay the night at her house oh, that was nice. because um and I was 16 they should have taken me home but the guy and my parents never my my mother would have killed me um because the one time I got brought home by the police, like it was, it was really horrible. Um, but he just happened to know my father, so it was really great. But um, then I had to find someone to bail my boyfriend out of jail because I wasn't <laughs> old enough to do it, and he was nineteen, and it caused a a little bit of a problem. So. <laughs> yeah, so. Damn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so there was trash a can it was a fight. It was it's one of those WWF. Like, do you remember those old metal trash cans that they yeah. would have yeah, in parking lots yeah. like sure. chained to the yeah. light poles? Yeah. So I took the lid off of it and was hitting the guy in the back of that. He beat the shit out of my boyfriend. Yeah. So poor Rocky. Yeah. yeah, Rocky got it. He went on to be a um sharpshooter for the Marines. Because he couldn't box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not. So. <laughs> He's better at a distance. <laughs> so, and they never found out. It was amazing. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of cop stories, but my parents always found out. Because they were usually MP stories, yeah. probably. That's yeah. the way it works. Yeah. Your dad pays for your crimes. Yeah. Military. Yeah, I used to, it was probably a, at least a monthly ordeal to get brought home by MPs. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but it was dumb shit. We used to spend the night in our tents out in the yards. It was just something that you did, you know, all the kids did living on base. And we had a game going with the MPs because they had, when you're on base, there's a curfew if you're underage. And we'd just go wandering around the streets in the middle oh, of the night. And yeah. the MPs, they knew who we were. They knew us by name, you know. Of course they did. <laughs> but... They knew who we were. They knew we were saying intense, but we'd walk the streets waiting for the MPs. And their job was to chase us. And <laughs> our tent our was like was base. Fun. Yeah. So if we made it back to the tent before they got us, they left us alone. <laughs> but if they caught us, they would bring us home to our parents. 
that happened a lot. And it was fun. Good times. <laughs> That'd be such a different way of life when you think about it. <laughs> Used to be simpler. It's kind of like a small town feel. Yeah, and I mean, even if we lived off base, I would. It probably would be close to the same. You know, mm-hmm. the, you know, little things like that weren't. If you lived off base, you would have not be the person that you are today. Yeah, you would have ended not. up in yeah, jail. Yeah, I probably would have ended up in jail <laughs> Maybe. for sure. But the stuff we were doing was stupid stuff. I mean, yeah. we're peeking through windows of mm-hmm. at go-go bars, you know, yeah. and, and that's stuff. Like, but we, I had a good fire story, you know. <laughs> one of the groups or one of the groups of kids I hung out with, we built a fort in the woods, and we didn't really do it. He stayed behind. We had a fire <laughs> built. We always built fires. We had to all go home for dinner. He didn't. Well, next thing we know, we're living in the same neighborhood. We see the forest is on fire uh-huh. right across from a gas station. <laughs> and he basically set the woods on fire, like square blocks, like multiple blocks Holy of shit. woods were burnt to the ground. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we were all at home when it happened. Yeah. So. Oh, my goodness. But that's, you know... I've been thinking through this whole podcast, and I told Jay I was going to wait for my comments till we got back on the air. But the kids nowadays will never have those experiences, like because everything is so different, and electronics and stupid computers, and you know they'll never have the I set the fort on fire or or anything. And as bad as that was, it. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, but you know it made you who you are today. Been, yeah, you absolutely. Know? You know, yeah. but I got a fort fire story also. Yeah, and I think it's just fire. you know, you're building fire. forts, you're in the woods, yeah. you're cooking on fires from pots you stole from your house <laughs> and beanie weenies that you mm-hmm. stole from your mom's oh, cupboard. Yeah. Yeah. And from my grandma. Yeah, we steal all kinds of shit. Dan camps, pork yeah. and beans. Beanie I remember I was, I was in the house when this happened. We had a little fort. We had a little, I told you there was this big dirt mound. Well, in addition to that, in this field, there was where they pulled up all that dirt from also. So it was like this U-shaped cut in the dirt, and we had these railroad ties you just put across the top, and that's the roof to your fort. So now mm-hmm. you got a ground level... You know, it's like an underground fort almost. Kind of like the Underground Railroad. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's not on the level I can of your see the underground mail railroad. Now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so we had a, uh, I remember we had a, I was in the, inside the house when this happened, but we had a lighter that was left out in the sun. And this was like dry, you know, field foliage, you know. And it got hot enough, and my brother was outside. And all of a sudden, he comes running inside. He's like, fire, fire, fire. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. So I go running out. And sure enough, that lighter had popped, had blew up. It got hot enough in the sun to blow up. Oh, my God. And I'm talking ankle-high fire, though. It was just like, you know, like a like a slow little brush mm-hmm. fire just moving along. And it was probably the you know size of a decent sized pool, you know, a, a residential pool. It was just I grabbed a board out there and I just started slapping it down and literally put out the fire myself. Well, then the fire department shows up because somebody <laughs> heard a gunshot and then fire. <laughs> you know? And then the thing I remember most about it 
was there's no accolades for running out there and fighting down this five alarm fire myself. You know, <laughs> the firefighters were pissed off they didn't get to put out a fire. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were like, oh man, you put it out. <laughs> Damn it, son. And they went out there and as payback, they drenched our fort with the fire hoses. Like, we got to wet it down to make sure. And they, it was a total muddy mess just falling apart. <laughs> and I'm convinced to this day that that's exactly why they did that. Like, they were pissed. We were going to get to put out a fire because <laughs> there's nothing a firefighter loves more mm-hmm. than going and putting out a fire. Yeah, we used to start fires all the time. And we had a couple that got out of control, you know, because... Sometimes it would spread fast, especially if you were in a dry area. Mm. And there were many times we we panicked, you know. We we're, like, dumping our sodas and our waters because, oh you know, you start a little fire and, and it starts spreading. And, you know, it's one foot away from you, two foot. And next thing you know, there's, like, you know, mm-hmm. 20 square feet of shit burning. And you're like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got to piss? Yeah. But that was, that was great growing up <laughs> well on to more serious matters mm. what do you gotta apologize to your mom about well hopefully <laughs> everything I'm sure the statute of limitations is up on this one <laughs> um, we lived in when I lived in Virginia we lived in a town called Yorktown and we lived right by a, a bridge the Yorktown bridge and it was a, a major bridge and you know, we all had slingshots and BB guns, oh, no. and you'd oh, no. walk around town, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> shooting thing. You know, no big deal. Um, well, one day we thought it'd be a bright idea. Oh, we no. thought it'd be funny to throw rocks <gasps> with our slingshot onto the bridge. Oh God, I knew that's where this was going. Oh, no. And we hit a guy on a motorcycle. Oh, <gasps> he didn't. Nothing happened. He didn't die, but he knew exactly who did it and where it came from because we're like in this small parking lot at the bottom of the bridge and he could see us he wasn't that far from us and it was the beginning of the bridge he fucking turned around right on the bridge <laughs> came down in that parking lot going the wrong way and everything and fucking chased us down we scatter we run into the woods and and that was something we did a lot it was like a regular thing to us oh, and then you know, I think back on it now. I'm like, how fucking dangerous! I could have, mm-hmm. we could have killed people. Absolutely, yeah. And but we'd go We're down there all killed. the time with our slingshots, shooting rocks up at the cars driving on the bridge. Jesus! <laughs> oh my! And God. in winter time, we would throw snowballs at the cars on the bridge and everything. And uh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I think about it now. I'm like, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hopefully nobody died. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, it wasn't Yorktown. I think we lived in Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, farther, much farther away. I was going to yeah, say, I don't know the, why you guys say the I think it was the, the Bridge Dilt. of Madison. <laughs> <laughs> so, Just in case. It was a cattle guard bridge. Yeah. Yeah, so that was... That's the shit that crossing. I did when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess I'll have to reveal to you guys now <laughs> my top story. Your top story. You saved the top story. Yeah. Um, I tried not to have to do this because a superhero never reveals his true identity, but I did have a stint as a superhero as a child. Mm. And I, like you, running around on the streets dodging cops um 
My brother, myself, Joe Keller. He's in all my stories. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. We uh, we would go around. So this all started with, um, in the garage, I found this tool. that's like just a, I don't know how to describe it. It's a, it's a about an 18-inch <laughs> piece, oh, piece of, uh, of like iron that came to like a tip. And on the end, it had a hook. It had a hook on it. And it was like a pry bar of some sort. And I had a key ring that I'd put on my belt, and it sat in this key ring perfectly. Oh, jeez! So it was like a holster for this thing. And we would dress up and run around actual town trying to hoist ourselves onto roofs. <laughs> you know, acting like superheroes. Like <laughs> yeah, like Batman. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't even remember what my brother's weapon was. But I was literally running around town with a deadly weapon on my side. <laughs> and we'd see the cops and book it and everything. And, um, they never probably even paid us any attention. We were just like, look at these idiots. <laughs> he thinks he's going to hoist up the wall with his yeah. rope that he threw up there. And he's just standing Not even bottom. a rope. I'd get up on a trash can and I'd put that hook of, that, of, the, of the dildo that you guys were describing it. And I wasn't strong enough to pull myself up. <laughs> He's just hanging off the side of the building. Did you have a name? Like a superhero name? You know, I don't remember. I'm sure I, think I did. his brother does remember. I think My brother does. probably would. He remembers that stuff. He remembers weird shit. He and can't if he remember my name, but he remembers that. <laughs> were you wearing like leotards and yeah, shit? Yeah, like we would dress up, Yeah. We just okay. Like, okay, I need to know what you wore. Not leotards, but we definitely had all black tights. Um, I'm certain there was a cape. <laughs> yeah, he loves capes. I so. love capes. I still want to bring them back. Yes, yes. that explains the last story you told. <laughs> the Virginia not story. Like, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't wear a cape. <laughs> and she would not. That's why you made it seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, why you were so Hell yeah. yeah. She wasn't. That's how I landed. That's how I landed her. I'm like, what's up? Let me tell you a secret. She's like, oh, take me. I'm super J. I don't know if you knew that. I lifted my mask. I'm like, I trust you. I trust you with my secret. She's like, here's my boobs. I'm like, oh God. And I tried to climb a wall. It's like for him. He's like, can't move. Oh my God. Yeah. So we would run around and I was probably 14, 15. Oh, what? You were that old? Yeah. Maybe 13, 14, I guess. Maybe. But yeah, we were. He was still in Boy Scouts. (laughs) All right. I was 42. I'm still trying to bring back capes. <laughs> we'll get you a cape for Christmas. Yeah. I want a cape. Maybe you can one. wear a cape at the wedding. Hey. You idea. can have a wedding cape. Sandals and a cape. Can I bring my little superhero? My superhero weapon. dildo thing. <laughs> I feel like Christine would like you to bring them. Yeah. I, I probably like still can't hoist myself on the building. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's going to be up on the roof of the hotel. Like, I know I can do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Do you have insurance on him if like, he dies? Yeah, he's got he's got like an accidental death? Exactly. She points out that my death a lot. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> that sounds awful. I don't know. Yeah. And what's but the last do. time I, pull, I brought up does. your death? Your doctor that you just meet does. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people like to say you're going to die soon. <laughs> hey, may as well cash in on it. Right. We should get insurance on Jay. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You can insure anything. Yeah. Don't Remember my scheme? You should. I want to go around with all these crackheads and I'll give them... $20 if they agree to sign off on me taking an insurance policy out on them, and then it's just a waiting game, right? Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. we talked about you that. You have We're to, like, like, tag them with a homing device so when they <laughs> die in the street, we could find them. Yeah. I'm, Jay and I talked about that, and if that's legal, I mean, if they, I mean, if we went up to 100 people and said, hey, I'm going to put a $100,000 life insurance yeah. policy on it. I'll buy you a pack of cigarettes and a pizza, and, uh, you just sign here, or just any power of attorney, or whatever you would need. To well, you can you can off. get a policy on anyone yeah. as long as yeah. it's all legal. And we could, oh and because they're, you know, the quality of people that you're choosing, we could do a term life insurance, which is less less expensive. Yeah, yeah. see, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, sometimes they beat the game, sometimes they don't. It's yeah. uh, a pretty good. Uh, I'm telling you. I don't see I anyone else. We don't van. want anyone to to steal your plan. Yeah, listener, don't be listen. Don't be trying to take my plan. Don't be listening. <laughs> don't be. <laughs> it's my homeless uh, embezzlement plan. Or we should all insure each other. We'll just see what happens. <laughs> my money's on me going first. So. Wouldn't that be a great game? Like. Remember that movie Tag where they played Tag all the time? We could insure all of us and all of our friends, and then we could try to kill each other on vacation and see who lives and whoever wins. Well, I'm just running away. Yeah. I'm just running away. I'm like, look at yeah. this. Look at this view. She's going to win. She's just going to run. He pushed me off into the water. Oh, that's right. <laughs> She's like, $100,000, bitch. We'll take Christine snorkeling. Like, yeah, awesome. that's pretty easy. Yeah, she'd definitely go. Yeah. Well, my so next, that's my superhero story. There yeah, you go. my next one has to do with hobos. So, Oh, God. Oh, boy. We did kind of like a running away thing. My <laughs> next door neighbor was my best friend, and we were the same age. So we we never ran away. A lot of our friends would do it. They'd be like, yeah, we just sneak out the window, and we just go all night. And what, I don't know what they did, but we never did it. We were probably like 13. We used to do that all mm-hmm. the time. But we were best friends, and we were next-door neighbors. So we're like, well, how are we going to do that? Because they would tell each other that they were like mm-hmm. spending the night at each other's house. So we're just like, okay, you tell your mom you're spending the night at my house, and I'll tell my mom I'm spending the night at your house. And then we'll just walk off together. So we end up walking off. With superhero tools. It's kind of like Jay's <laughs> pot party night where it ended up really weird. Like, <laughs> half sleeping in a gutter. I don't know where we ended up with some eggs. I think we stole them from a convenience store and then we egged an attorney's building. We ended up downtown at a park and then we ended up at Home Depot. We egged Home Depot. And we knew a guy that worked there. Can't even recall his name now, but he came out. Drove us around town for the night. Oh. We ended up back at Sims Park downtown, and there were always uh, homeless people that lived down there. They just, like, slept on the park benches and stuff. 
So it's the middle of the night by now. This homeless guy is sleeping. He's got like a six pack of beer on the bench next to him and he's just snoring and we're just like going down the slides at the park and we start popping this guy's beer cans open and like drinking them and just like dumping it on him. This guy is sleeping. (laughs) It was a mess. They're like, I heard you could smoke a hobo's jacket and get high. (laughs) Then we just... (laughs) Then we just get on their bikes, like, because they're sleeping. There's a couple of homeless people, and they're just, like, sleeping, so we just take Minding their bikes. their own business, yeah. Yeah, we just take their bikes. We're riding around the park <laughs> on these homeless people's bikes. <laughs> and I was fine with that. I got, I, I came to bring the bike back <laughs> to the, the homeless guy. I think I you broke this Jay. Is story I would have chosen. <laughs> I mean, I chose it because really I felt really bad. I felt really bad for the homeless people. For what happens next? <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus okay, now we're cool. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lake, oh, and no. this these homeless people. There were two of them on this bench. We took all their stuff. Oh no! And no. we threw it no. in the lake. We drove their bike straight into the lake. No. We threw all their beer in the lake. No. <laughs> so you didn't feel that badly. <laughs> oh my god! And the time I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> you <know? laughs> Jesus Christ. There was like that bum fights videos and stuff that would come so, up at the time. Christina, so I was like, I hope you one of them time? wake up. I'm going to fight him. <laughs> I'm going to make my own video. She's like. <laughs> How old were you, Christine, when all this was happening? Probably like 13. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. But yeah, oh. so we ditched all the, the poor homeless. It was every possession. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. So it was fucked up. up. That's fucked up. I hope you. I would have chose a different story. I, I did. I felt really bad. Like the next day, even I was like, "Damn!" Like those dudes woke up. How did they not, not wake up? No beer. They were fucking out. No bikes. No bikes. <laughs> no nothing. Whatever they had in their bags. I was more worried about myself. I was like, I touched all their shit. We need to find a bathroom. I gotta wash my fucking hands. <laughs> he got a cold ass heart. <laughs> It's like a theme to her. <laughs> All these hobos just. Well, there's a lot of homeless people up there. It's gotten a little better, at least downtown. Yeah, you've gotten rid of them all. Yeah, they all ran away. <laughs> they're like, don't sleep in the park. Mm. Someone will take all your shit. Yeah, they're yeah, like. Yeah, they're not allowed down there anymore. Christine <laughs> will steal your shit. Wow. It's like a one woman. Mm hmm. <laughs> I think we even went through his shit with one guy. I don't You're know. Like, Ooh, he has some cool stuff. <laughs> it was nothing. That's what's so sad. You're like, oh, cool. Can opener. <laughs> See if he's got any ready to pops in there. <laughs> what was the name of that magazine? Hot, hot and poppin'. Hot, hot, hot yeah. and poppin'. Oh, hot and poppin'. Who's got any hot and poppin' in there? Damn. But oh. yeah, that was one. That was one I felt bad about. That poor guy. Yeah, I have a feeling I'll be seeing you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> save me a place by the fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's sorry. <laughs> well, you're in the clear, Kathy. I don't think you can top that. I don't. Uh, I don't. I'm torn between my last two. And I had thought about another one when you were talking too, but it's already gone from my mind. So I'm torn um, between the principal one and the wag story. So. But I'm going to go with the wag story because my parents definitely never found out about this. And I think my dad may have known about the other one when I got older. 
So when I was a teenager, I had a boyfriend, Bill, and there was a story. Poor Rocky. I know, poor Rocky. Um, <laughs> Bill Rocky was after it, Rocky. Got the shit beat out. Oh, after yeah, Rocky. That's right. Bill was after. He was directly after Rocky. Bill was a boxer. <laughs> uh, he was a tennis player. Mm. Um, and so we used to, we were dating. I'd known him since for a really long time. And this is the same guy where my brother dated his sister. What did they say? Keep it in the family. That's right. So (laughs) we would go to Regency to see movies all the time, which was in the town that we grew up in. And we had told our parents, there were no cell phones back then because we're old, um, that we were going to WAGS to get something to eat, which was this restaurant, like almost like a like a diner. And when we got home that night, obviously we didn't go to WAGS. We went to a construction <laughs> site behind Regency and we're fooling around in his truck. And when we got home, like all of our parents were at his mom's house. And I'm like, what are you doing oh. here? Like what happened? Well, the WAGS had gotten robbed. Oh shit. Whoa, we <laughs> were supposed to have been there. So we were supposed to have been there at that same time, which we had never planned on going there. We always knew we were going to fool around. (laughs) And we had to very quickly, well, I was still really young at that time. So he basically took the lead that we had stayed to see an extra movie. And there, you know, we didn't have time to call them. So we never made it to WAGS when they were but like this was a big deal in our town because you don't nothing like that ever happened and they took like jewelry and cash from the people that were eating there oh wow and took the registers it was like a 24 hour pulp fiction style yeah exactly and like no one got injured or anything but it was like a huge issue and no one ever found out like I never told my brother. I never told anybody that that happened. Wow. Yeah, that is funny though. That's just my. I'm self editing so hard right now. So I don't say anything disrespectful. <laughs> no, go ahead. What do you want to say? All those victims in that. It's me or you're back getting blasted. <laughs> They're like. It was sad because it was all over the news in town and it was in the paper and like we had told his mom that we were going to Wags to get because they had breakfast at night and we were going to get pancakes after the movie and instead we were in the front of his fucking Nissan fucking around. And if you saw that shit on the news knowing your kid was there though. And we didn't because oh, yeah. there was no cell phones at that time so we yeah. didn't know till we got home that something had happened and yeah. when I got there my parents never went to his parents house and I was like Oh shit, someone oh. died, something's Something wrong. Well, they know and what then, we were doing. And, oh, then, yeah. and Sandra, like his mom, was like, Oh my god, you guys are okay. We were so worried. And we're like, What's up? You know? It was terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible. But it's a bad one. <laughs> that was horrible. Absolutely. But it's not funny. Coming clean. But yeah. it, it was a horrible thing that I did. So. It's pretty bad. But I was not really bad. rocks at a bridge. Really? <laughs> yeah. You're going to say you that murdered me someone. fooling oh, around wait as a this teenager? Next one that I just <laughs> remembered. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Right. I may have told this. I don't think I've told it on the podcast. And 
I am a changed man, so this doesn't happen now. <laughs> but when I was a young I teenager, <laughs> I found Jesus. I was a, I was a bad kid. I was a hoodlum, and I had this art teacher that just, for whatever reason, really hated me. And we were in class one day, and this class was like on the whatever third or fourth floor, and this classroom had windows and the windows went right out to a roof so a lot of times we would sneak out through that classroom but anyways we're in the classroom at this time um and we're doing whatever we're doing and the art teacher says something to me and i was just an asshole kid you know and i was i mumbled something and she goes what did you say and i I don't remember exactly what i said to her you may have heard this story. No, I'm just waiting to oh. see what you're going to say. I just mumbled something. I'm scared. I think you've heard this story. But I mumbled something, and it was probably something like, fuck you, or or eat shit, or something like that. <laughs> Jesus. And she goes, excuse me, what did you say? And I said, nothing. And then she repeated what I had said. She goes, did you just say eat shit, or whatever it was I said? And I just snapped. And I looked at her and I said, why the fuck did you ask me what I said if you knew what I said? And then she starts yelling at me, go to the princess well. And I look down and there's a pair of scissors oh, right there Jesus. on my desk. And I just pick them up and I stood up, not really planning on doing anything. But she freaked out, starts screaming, yelling, running through the classroom, runs out the door, goes to the principal's <laughs> office. Yes. My dumb ass runs after her. Oh, no. Then, you know, scissors with, in the scissors? Hand, with the scissors <gasps> in my hand. And then I realized what I was doing. I threw the scissors down and I jumped out the window and went on the roof and tried to hide. I don't know where I was going to hide from. The principal <laughs> came to the classroom. And oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Needless to say, I was a good liar, too. So when my mom had to come to school, you know, I changed the story around. I said, I didn't do anything. I just stood up. We were doing art project. I just happened to have scissors in my hand. Meanwhile, <laughs> oh, shit. The, like Skylar would come. Yeah, up but meanwhile, like the other kids. I didn't <clears throat> actually chase her with scissors. It just seemed like I did, <laughs> but I didn't really <laughs> chase her. <laughs> you know, perception is like ninety nine percent of. <laughs> you could have stabbed that teacher with those scissors, and it still wouldn't be as bad as Christine's story. <laughs> <Damn. Aww. laughs> just throwing all these homeless guys' possessions. Oh well, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> And if you knew this art teacher, you would. <laughs> what is up with our teachers? teachers? Because no, <laughs> like Robbie's had the worst art teachers. This teacher was. I was a scumbag kid, you know. I'd have ripped up jeans, jean jacket, big pentagram backpack. But you're so artistic. And yeah, that's what's so one weird. day we had a, a conference with the teacher and my mom. My mom knew who I was, what I was about. And we're in the classroom or in the wherever we had the conference with this teacher. And I don't know what's wrong with James. He's such a wonderful student. He's he's a great kid. You know, he's a handsome kid. And my mom's like looking at me and I'm sitting there with long hair and stinking like cigarettes. Probably didn't wear deodorant because I'm a, you know, 13, 14 year old kid, you know. And my mom's looking at me and looking at this art teacher and going, the fuck is she talking about? And then when we leave, my mom's like, 
that lady's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> we were pulling her out since 13, 14. I was a superhero, and you were Instagram on your back. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm pretty sure it was like a Slayer backpack, backpack with, you know, a pentagram made out of swords and a goat head, you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Our teachers do suck. I was always so upset I never got an A in art. Like, how the fuck, if you're really trying, how do you fail art, though? It's like, especially elementary and stuff. In in middle school, Robbie failed art, and I went into the teacher, and I'm like, "Um, it's art. What happened? And she's like, well, I told him to color the castle blue, and he colored the castle green, and I'm like... It's art. And she's like, he repeatedly doesn't, which is probably true, doesn't follow instructions because that's him to a T. But it was all about that she wanted it this color and this, and he failed it. And I'm like, I don't even care. Like, I'm not punishing you for this. This is so stupid. Mm-hmm. But every art teacher he's ever had has been the worst. The worst. Yeah. In that same and it should be great. Art class, I actually won like a countywide bookmark contest. And, like, every school got, like, I don't know, hundreds of these bookmarks. And that's what they would give the kids in, in each library at the school. And I won it. And I won it. I used to yeah. draw this. I remember those, now I, that you say that. Mm-hmm. I was, like, obsessed with just drawing, like, satanic shit. And I used to draw this picture of an upside-down cross with Jesus on it. But his hair would be hanging down and stuff. And people are like, oh, it looks like a hippie, you know? So and that's what I did. I drew a, like a hippie on a fucking bookmark. <laughs> and he was like, reading is groovy. And, he and it won. <laughs> From my satanic. I wish I could Jesus, remember. Jesus, my fucking <laughs> blasphemous bookmark. <laughs> I turned Jesus into a hippie. <laughs> What is that, buddy Jesus? And I fucking won. (laughs) I wish I could remember those. Those were fun. I Uh, love that stuff. So I got one more confession to my mom. If she's listening. Oh, goodness. It didn't make the list. This is my honorable mention. It probably should have instead of my superhero story. (laughs) But she had, she grew up Catholic. Uh, we were with Catholic family, and from the time that she was confirmed, she had these two candles that were blessed, um, like by the Pope or something. Yeah, I think I don't know, but they mm-hmm. were in package. She's had them her whole life. <sighs> they went everywhere and everything. And good old Joe Keller, he's back for another story. <laughs> oh God! And. Um, on a sleepover while she was at work, we tried to summon Bloody Mary. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. With her candles? With her blessed candles. Oh, she had my God. Her whole life. Oh, no. And you needed, according to the recipe we had. I know <laughs> the recipe. I know that. <laughs> I know that everybody has different, you know, I've heard all kinds of different ways. But the way that we came up with how to do it is you needed three candles. <laughs> so we broke one in half <laughs> <laughs> and made two candles. And then we had a big one and two small ones and had it around the thing. And there's the whole thing where you lit them. You had to say your name three times. You had to flush the toilet three times. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. whatever the recipe was. 
Uh, we must have done it out of order, or the holy candles saved us because she never showed up. <laughs> that was your reasoning why it didn't show up? No. <laughs> so, oh, that's so bad. <laughs> so my mom found these candles <gasps> and was so upset. And I denied knowing anything. Oh, my oh, God. Man. And I know that she does know. I know How did just, she not kill you? <laughs> she was so upset. We heard about that. for, And my mom is, uh, well, I won't go into it on the podcast, but uh, uh, pretty melodramatic and everything. This was the most significant event of her lifetime, probably. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh and it God. was, and thinking back on it and knowing what I know now and I'm wiser and more knowledgeable about things what a horrible thing to have done to her candle but we just found two candles right right, and we're like we need three snap and (laughs) trim the wick on the one and we got we (laughs) we got two so we took her holy confirmation candles and tried to summon Bloody Mary (laughs) he just said mom but you have two of them now (laughs) Oh my god! The good news is, mom, they work. She didn't show up. It's <laughs> really religious. It's a good shit. <laughs> we needed regular candles, not your holy candles. Ruined our night. That's so I did terrible. Yeah, it's a terrible story. That's isn't terrible. It? That is so messed up. <laughs> I will tell you that I do have an honorable mention to you. I have one as well. When I was in middle school. We had a principal. Her name was Mrs. What a bitch. Her real name was Mrs. Weedovich. <laughs> and she had suspended me multiple times throughout my life, to which my mother never knew that I was ever suspended from school because my father always hid it from my mother. And one day my father was away and I got caught writing something inappropriate on the girls' room girls bathroom wall while holding a cigarette in my hand and (laughs) it was something someone had written something about me and i was disputing it she wrote penises are yummy (laughs) (laughs) for a good time call kathy (laughs) i didn't do that until i got older um so i got caught by mrs by the principal miss what a bitch and when my mom came to pick me up I told my mom that she paddled me, which is not true. (laughs) Oh, no, you set her up. (laughs) And my mom, while a very quiet woman, could bring the wrath of God in a second. And you would never know what happened to you until two days later that she had ruined your entire life. And this poor principal... (laughs) oh my god she was trying to suspend me for three days and it ended up i didn't get anything and i don't know there was a lot of parent teacher conferences that i wasn't allowed to go to after that because my parents had signed a uh the a waiver that you that i could not be paddled no public punishment for kathy so Public punishment, but I'm in trouble. She paddled me, mom, before you got here, and my mother was like, "She touched you," and I'm like, 
yes, she did. And, the and I was like, like, you little bitch. And the yeah. was like, I did not. I'm like, we were in her office with the door shut, mom. Jesus. my no-no spot too much. No. Then the woman would have been murdered. My mother would never would have let her live. But because she was a a normal woman in less provoked. So, mm. yeah. Wow. So that would be my honorable wow. mention. <laughs> well, all right. Well, we're uh, about two hours. So, welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Sorry we had that long break, but it was needed. It's over now. Mm-hmm. We'll get back on track once a week, every Tuesday. I think officially we go up on Tuesdays. I try to have them up on Mondays, but if not, just wait till you hear another one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be here when it gets Again, here. <laughs> email us with anything you want to add. We love these fucked up stories, obviously. If you've uh, ever killed a bum or <laughs> eaten... Uh, I didn't kill any bums. Dog treats. Dog treats <laughs> or... Set something on fire. Burned holy relics. <laughs> Tried hanging from buildings with dildos. <laughs> <laughs> How did it turn into a dildo? I don't know. You did. Like you said that. It was when you were you scared as boob, of boobs as I was as a child. <laughs> <clears throat> Email us at uh, khikpodcast at gmail.com. Later, bitches. Later, bitches. <laughs>